All right. Good afternoon. My name is Ken Paskins, and welcome to the podcast Leadership Tools of Titans brought to you by The Shift Spot. And please check us out, uh, theshiftspot.com. We're a, an exclusive community for CEOs that want more out of life. Today, we are joined by Naomi Johnson, whom is a LinkedIn expert. I'm sure you have a different title than that, Naomi. I'll have you go ahead and introduce yourself, if you could, please. But uh, I, I see you as an expert. What would you, how would you brand yourself out in the marketplace, if you could, please? Yeah, so I call myself an expert LinkedIn profile writer. So okay. there are three strategies on LinkedIn. There's your proactive strategy of going out, messaging people and looking for your target market and messaging them. Then you've got your active, which is content you're posting, sharing, commenting on. You're looking for followers and active engagement um, on those things to promote yourself. And then you've got your passive strategy, which is your LinkedIn profile, which is speaking for you 24-7. And it has so many advantages for promoting your business but more than that, building a relationship with your network. Um, so it is a really key area of speciality. Um, I write people's LinkedIn profiles for them to position them as the go-to expert in their industry. So prospects come to them pre-sold and ready to buy and the best opportunities come to them. Um, and for a lot of my clients, for smaller businesses, it's actually building around the structure as well. So this works for all sizes. It's about how does the LinkedIn profile connect to your sales funnel and how does a prospect move through each stage of your sales funnel? Um, and a lot of just this isn't relevant for your audience, but smaller businesses, they actually don't have a lot of those structures and processes in place and right. they need help with it. Um, right. But I also work with a lot of corporates getting all of their their actual profiles of their company sorted yeah, I, as well. Yeah, I've worked with a lot of big companies that don't have all their processes in place. As, <laughs> so so I, I don't know if it's just tied to uh, small companies. Um, so a lot of our community and uh, all of the community actually are, are CEOs. Why, why should a CEO care about their profile? Well, why is that important? Yeah, so they should care a great deal, an absolutely massive deal. Because like I said, the profile is out there. It's working 24-7 for you. It's representing you. When somebody Googles you, LinkedIn will be part of the search results. And it's typically the one that people will check to find out about you behind the company. Um, a lot of companies are faceless. They work with, um, you know, here's my product. Here's the price. Do you want to buy it? And they have no relationship with that company, which means in this day and age, people have no loyalty to that company. But if you think about the big brands that have gone global that we really do know, those are companies where we do know the CEO and we do know um, what they think and feel about different subjects um, yeah. and we listen to them. So you want to make sure that you're coming away from being a faceless organization. And inside of that, that's also your sales teams as well. Sales teams can get a bad rap. You know, I want my commission. I want to hit my end of month targets. Um, and that can feel sometimes that they're leading with their own objectives. Um, not necessarily caring about the product, the suitability of that product for the customer and caring about the customer and the outcomes that customer wants to achieve by buying that product. So when we can bring personality into it and bring the heart and soul of why do I run this business? Why am I doing this? It connects to the person more and it creates a human to human connection. So you've got Hopefully, you know, we're not going to necessarily talk about sales teams today, but when the sales teams are representing the product and their expertise and why they're credible at 
advising and being a trusted advisor and guiding a person through that sales process and they're willing to say this isn't right for you I recommend something else and um, when a sales team is doing all of that and it's coming through on the profile um that's really really you you've got a sweet spot there and then chunk up to that the person leading them is the CEO and it's what does that person have to say about it about the subject and who are they being inside of that as the leader what values are coming from the leader that are trickling down that we can then expect the sales team to actually follow um, a great example of this is um, i work with a global organization i've written about 45 profiles for their sales team oh, wow. and i think i had written about 10 before the ceo ended up in my calendar for me to write his profile and what was so wonderful when I got to speak to him for his profile was to reflect back. Well, the, the light bulb went off. Aha, of course. Every single person said the same thing about putting the customer first. And there was a saying they had, and I can't quite think what it was now, but there was a saying they all had. And all of them had it reflected in their profile because it was so fundamental. And when I spoke to him, I realized it was coming from him. He was the one driving this message and everybody was picking up on it. And it was so customer centric that it went on the profile. Um, and it was just so important for that to come across, that he, it's his values coming through. And of course, there are other values that the company is driven by um, that need to be reflected in the profile and reflected in that person's voice. Right. Um, what's so important is that when I come to your LinkedIn profile, I need to feel like I've met you. I yep. need to feel like I've had a conversation with you. Um, you know, when I see your photo, it's like I've seen you across the room. I come over and say, what's your name? That's your name. What do you do? Give me one line. That's your headline. Um, and the about section is a conversation. It's the, it's the two minutes of dialogue that you give me before the next person at a networking event interrupts. Um, and you, you get to tell me and I go, oh, right, okay. And it's a relationship. Um, it's not a broadcast. It's not a projection. It's not, I speak and I will talk to you in third person because that would be really weird, wouldn't it? Like just to speak yeah. into third person. Um, so, you know, this relationship the CEO can build with their customers through the LinkedIn profile, the values that they can demonstrate, and I mean demonstrate, don't just tell me what they are, that impacts the customers, it impacts the suppliers, it impacts partners that want to work with, you know, work with that company, and it impacts the staff that they're recruiting as well, and the mindset of that staff, and how um, aspirational um, that company is to work for and then therefore the type of people they attract and the culture they create um, so the the CEO's profile is really critical from that perspective yeah I mean I've heard a lot of CEOs say um, that you know LinkedIn is really just a place to go you know find a job or for salespeople only right and then some are very actively participating in in and utilizing LinkedIn right what do you say to those that, you know, say the formal, uh, you know, it's just for, it's just for finding a job or it's just for salespeople, no value for me, because obviously that CEO with the 45 salespeople that you interviewed saw a great deal of importance into it. What, what do you have to say to that? Yeah, I'd ask the CEO if they're transactional, if they're just in that job to have a job because yeah. you just want to be a CEO. Yeah. Um, how much do you actually care about this company? How much do you care about 
the product and the why of the product and how much do you care about creating really good solutions for your customers? Because if you have a CV based profile, it's all about you. It's me, me, me. And I'm, yeah. I'm a CEO by function. I'm just functioning as a CEO and I could get headhunted and I could be taken somewhere else. And I would likely go there. And in fact, I quite like to go there because I'm not committed to this company. People who will never, it would be very strange for them to leave would be someone like Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, um, and people like that. Like for them to just like cut off and go somewhere else, it would, it's, it's almost impossible because it's in the brand. Right. Um, <clears throat> and of course, if a CEO doesn't want to be that committed, they probably have a problem in the world that they see that needs fixing, that they really want to stand up and be part of the solution. Um, and so that CEO, they can communicate that on their profile, that this is what they really care about. And that can bring opportunities in about where they, they can really care. And you can see the journey through the different roles that they've had um, to get to that point. But also when they do go from one company to another, that value system moves with them. That problem they want to solve moves with them. So they can stand for that. Um, but yeah, if it's just a CV, it's like you're not committed to this company. And if you're not committed to this company and you're just functional in this role, why should I be as a salesperson? Why should I come and join your company as a new recruit? Why would I want to take my company that I'm really passionate about and partner with your company? Why would I want to have loyalty in my supply to you? Right. Um, and it just, it just makes, yeah. I mean, we all know of when some we can tell someone's disengaged and not functioning with it. It, it, it comes across like that. Um, and in terms of leads, they are part of the marketing mix, their, their brand, their values, what they, they believe about the company and the product. All of that goes towards whether a person wants to work with this company or not. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, so I can't imagine a lot of CEOs uh, wanting to spend a ton of time posting and reaching out and networking and do all that stuff. Mm. What are some strategies? How do generally like does the marketing department or others leverage that profile for the benefit of the company? And are there ways to tie in the sales force and the other services aspects and everything? What are some best practices you've seen along those lines? Yeah. So, um, sometimes the CEO can leverage it by, um, reposting stuff and what they would want to say like I think when a piece of content is too planned out it's obvious it's too planned out and therefore that would seem disingenuous because the CEO did not have time to plan that Yeah. but if um, something has gone on in the industry in the marketplace that they've got an opinion on um, depending on their marketing strategy hearing their opinion is really really valuable um, and that's the kind of reshare an article, reshare a post that you've seen, um, put a whole con piece of content up, um, which you would literally just do whilst between meetings, um, texting in places we won't mention, you know, when people are just on their phones. And that genuine consciousness um, download can be very engaging because I'm hearing from that CEO. And if they're positioned right in the company and they're the right kind of person with the right values, there will be no mistakes happening when they share their thoughts on, hey, there's a global food shortage or um, the train strikes are causing this impact and my staff feel this way. There should be no impact. The, other, the thing about it, though, is that anything shared needs to have a reason that backs up the product. 
So a lot of people post, but you actually get to know them really well as a, as a person, but you actually can't, you don't know what their business actually is right. and what their expertise is. And you want to avoid that. Um, so there is room for the CEO to post and to post in a really casual way um, and to be really present. Um, and if they're the right person, there shouldn't be any risks with that um, because truth doesn't need a script, <laughs> you know. Um, with the Salesforce, um, you want to identify individuals within your Salesforce who you want to look at their reason for why they're doing it. You want to look at their expertise. You want to look at um, what it is that they're bringing uniquely to the sales conversations that maybe someone else on the team isn't bringing. Okay. So maybe that's um, 10 years of experience in a particular industry that their counterpart hasn't got or a particular passion. I mean, when I did these 45 different people, every single one of them will tell me a different perspective. It's their unique perspective of exactly the same thing. And they, and they have that unique perspective because their journey to this point has been unique. And therefore, that will stand out to the right prospects. The right the prospect will go, wow, I, that really resonates with me. I really like what they have to say. And they will want to be part of that, with working with that person. And so if that stands as true, then their thoughts on a particular product, their advice on a particular product can become status updates. Um, you know, and be something that they're sharing. All of it wants to come from a really genuine place and it all wants to come from a position of expertise because posts that are like 50% off, um, we're running an offer, all of those things, that's not social, it's not for social media. Um, we wanna see, you know, if they're going to a conference, take a picture of the stand, say some stuff that, I mean, I have a whole strategy around um, exhibitions and, you know, exhibitions are physical, they're in place, but how you can leverage that to engage and maximize your global network on LinkedIn. Um, and people want to see the photo of that person, like a selfie almost, you know, a real photo at the exhibition store. And maybe they've just met a client that they've been working with for six months, but never met face to face. All of these things, um, will go towards building that relationship and getting out there, like the genuine content of um, here, I just met this person um, and this is what we discussed and here's an expo we're at. Um, here's me on tour uh, visiting a customer today in their new factory and I'm just so excited about this um, thing that we were able to put in place for them and we were able to, and this is the, the problem they have and this is the solution. All of that genuine content um, genuine testimonials all will build for that one individual it will build up their notoriety their credibility their network and it will build credit it will just build that you know that warmth as it were people warming up to them and going actually do you know what I want to work with you too and um, one thing that LinkedIn is fantastic at is creating needs for you out of thin air Yep. Um, people who know that they have a problem know a solution exists. Well, they, they're, people are in three positions. They know they have a problem. They know how to find the solution. Right. My tap has just burst. Instantly, I know plumber. Yep. Right? Problem, solution. We, there's, there's so many, like, the keywords are really, really relevant because I know that a plumber's a solution. But actually, a lot of people have problems that they don't know a solution exists or they're not 
okay with it enough to know what the keywords are. So keywords on your website is just not going to be that relevant because no one can search for it because they don't know that there is a solution or they don't know enough about the solution to know the words. The other side of it is, is a lot of people have problems that they don't know a solution exists. For example, um, the client I'm working very a lot with at the moment, they are a leasing company and Industry 4.0 is upon us. And a lot of companies, they need to speed up how quickly they are getting products shipped, shipped out the door. Right. They need they need robots. They need um, new layouts in the factory, an upgrade through the whole system. For a company to do that, it's going to take five, three to five years to plan the whole thing out and get it into action. If they take their own capital, um, they're going to be paying interest on that long before they ever see any money come back in. But there are actually leasing solutions available where the client I'm working with will hold all of that liability. And they won't pay a penny um, until it goes live. And then they can do it by like how many times the robot picks. So there's a solution right there. This is how you can upgrade your factory right now and remain competitive. But until I just told you that that existed or whoever's listening doesn't know that, they couldn't have even gone online to find that solution, Right. right? But we're having a conversation and obviously this is an example, but if we were having a conversation and you told me that problem, or I was just like, oh, by the way, this is what I did. This is what I did today. I worked with a client and I'm like, look at this photo of this new factory. Isn't it wonderful? And you're like, how did that happen? That's interesting. I've now got your attention and it's in a one-to-one conversation. And LinkedIn is pretty much one-to-one in this conversation. Now there are five of us stood around. Now there are 10 of us stood around and we're having a conversation and we're sharing, this is what I got up to today. This is a problem that I solved. Oh, how interesting. That's amazing. And we're awakening people to a solution. And I go, so can you just tell me a bit more about that? I think I need that. Yeah. But even if that person says, oh, I think I need that, maybe it's not quite for them, or they don't need it, but they now you've planted in their minds, well, oh, there's solutions to this. They will then meet somebody. Lo and behold, they will meet someone within a month. Yeah. And they, they, that, that will be expressed and they go, oh, but there is a solution for this. You can do it this way. And they either remember you and they recommend you or the very fact that you told that person has awoken them enough. And because you're connected on LinkedIn and LinkedIn likes to tell you to also visit this other person's profile, there's a very good chance if you've got the keyword on your profile, that person who's just gone, leasing might be the answer, will actually see this person it's recommended you connect with this person. They go, oh, leasing. Oh, I've heard about that recently. And they click on it and they open it. And okay. then they want to they want to work with you because your, your, everything you say is answering all of their questions, all of their objections. They're like, do you know what? I'm going to have a conversation with this person because it feels safe to call this person and have a conversation with them and share my valuable, personal, confidential information and my challenges because it's valuable to me because I think there's going to be a solution on the other end of this that I want. Excellent. Um, Excellent. So, so if I'm a, a business owner or CEO and I engage you, what is the process? What's that look like, feel like? How long does it take to get this profile that, you know, I can leverage, my company can leverage, my sales force can leverage? Yeah, sure. So if it's just the individual themselves, that's fine. Um, I can write the profile just for them. 
Um, if it's also for their, their team as well, that's really interesting because um, we see those messages spread more in that respect and we can do more with content. So I do the first call, it would be 90 minutes with the first person. I really understand the business, what the business is about. And then I draft that up into a LinkedIn profile review, uh, LinkedIn profile, which is a, a Word document that has every single section of the LinkedIn profile written exactly as I recommend that it's it's published. Right. We then approve that together, and then I can log into that person's LinkedIn profile and upload it, put it all in place, and polish it exactly as it is. Um, with sales teams, I recommend we have five people um, to start off with. And I interview the five people because I'm going to hear it from so many different angles and yeah. learn so much more about the company. Um, and that's usually about, after I've really got a grasp on the company, we're talking about half an hour, 45 minutes per person to really understand their perspective and also their business journey to get to that point. And then again, it's the same process of write the profile into the document, get it approved and upload it. And then by that point, we would have six profiles in place. Um, and then it obviously it can be expanded. So there's um, some of my clients, I have portals that they can log into um, because not all cost, not all staff are customer facing. So the value of me writing the profile isn't there, but right. there is value of them having stock text that they can use. Yep. Um, so they can log into the portal and they can make their own profile out of the paragraphs and the text that we've created and they can mix and match different bits and put it together and they can publish it independently or they can do it that way, send it to me, and I'll go, oh, that doesn't work, and move it around a bit. Um, so that's great for non-customer-facing staff. For customer-facing staff, I recommend the interview. Um, and then it can just get scaled and scaled from there. Um, okay. What's the number one thing that you, you know, all profiles must have is to, I guess, uh, be successful, to you know, make sure that your message is out there? What's, what's like the, is there one, one thing that's absolutely must have? Well, and to be successful, let's define what we mean by successful. Um, a successful profile is one that generates business. Yeah. Um, no business is generated without a sales appointment. So what we need is the profile to generate sales appointments. So the first thing on there would be, let's get a call to action in place. And um, there's an e easy first yes for people. So that could be, um, you know, book a, a book a call with me to discuss whether this is right for you, which is a little bit loose. Um, the thing that's really successful at the moment I can talk to people about is the scorecard, where people can take a, a scorecard, answer some questions, and get an idea of whether the problem is, they have the problem or not, or to what extent. For your sales team, that's data. That's really useful information that helps the sales call, and you can walk them through their answers. Um, that's a fantastic uh, call to action that's really working right now. Um, and for your sales team, it's great data, it's great input, but it's a really easy connector from a LinkedIn profile into your sales funnel. Okay. Um, so that will get, that's a really, you know, that's an extra thing I offer just to get that into the sales funnel. That's what makes it successful is yeah. having that call to action for the call to action to work. It's like I was saying before, you, you've got people go through a psychology. There's a psychology of how people buy. They either are ready to invest and are looking for a solution. If they're in that position, they're going to com price compare with you. What you want is to get into this trusted advisor position. So a profile needs to set the context of the conversation we're about to have, background image, 
headline, part of the headline. So, okay, this is the topic. We're talking about leasing. And then we need to talk about the urgency and the reason why. Set context. Like, why do I need to fix this and why do I need to fix it now? Right. I need to hear from the person. I do this and I do it in this way and I'm passionate about it in this way. What I love about this company or this solution is. And then, you know, enough of a pull if you'd like to speak to me about it. Okay. Um, so there is definitely structure to the profile and how it gets done. But it's, it's really about, you know, successful, get the sales appointment. What you really want to do is wake up prospects who had no idea that they had a problem in the first place. Yep. Because that's a whole, that's, that's the blue ocean, isn't it? Like in business, we have the red ocean where it's like cutthroat. Everyone's after the same business and, and competing on price. You want to get out of the red ocean. You want to go to the blue ocean and you want to find brand new customers you never, that you're not competing with because they've never come across your competitors because they were never looking for a solution before. Yeah. Okay. And that is, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so you have clients all around the globe, I would assume, right? I do. So <laughs> how would people uh, for, you know, a CEO that could be listening to this or a business owner could be listening to this and they, they want to reach out to you and, you know, for them and their sales team, what's the best way to get in touch with you? What do you advise? Yeah. So um, if you go to the profile.company, that's the website, the full, full URL, the profile.company. Okay. Um, if you go on there, you'll see um, it's quite generic at the top in terms of, you know, that it's about optimizing your profile. You can um, book a call with me. There's a pink box, two, three boxes in the pink, and then you can book a review with me. That's a great way to start a conversation. Um, but if you scroll right down to the bottom, there is a corporate packages down there as well. Um, but corporate packages, you know, they do get customized. So it's, it's probably best just to start with a conversation. I will review um, your profile, your CEO's profile um, and your core C-suite, you know, and a number of your, pro, you know, and just give you a whole view of what it actually looks like. And then I will give you some very key targeted advice on exactly what I recommend to do. And then if you like those suggestions, we can go ahead. If not, that's fine. Okay, awesome. Um, any closing words? Any closing words? Um, it's always worth a LinkedIn profile and strategy review with me, It just to see what you're missing, that you, you know, some blind spots that you haven't seen before and to identify why specifically LinkedIn could be good for you and your business. It's not, it's not always, not for everybody, but it's, it's a massive part of the puzzle. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time, Naomi. I really appreciate it. Uh, great, great insights here for, you know, a business owner or CEO, a lot of things that I haven't thought of. I always looked at it from a salesperson perspective, but really how you can help take your brand to market, your, your voice to market, your companies, even your core values to market, I think, and, and have a bigger connection with, uh, with, with your, your mm -hmm. customers and prospects out there. But I really appreciate, appreciate it. Um, Come check us out as well uh, for, for all of our listeners out there, the shiftspot.com and have a great day.